This is Live at Five with Glenn Curry. <laughs> Army where you shoot them a mile away, you gotta get up close like this. Bada bing, you blow their brains all over your nice cyber league suit. <laughs> Was it over when the Germans bombed Pearl Harbor? Hell no! German? Forget it, he's rolling. <laughs> Learn it, know it, live it. Are you running a business or a charity war? Leave the gun. Take the cannoli. Uh, Yankees win! Pull over! No, it's a cardigan, but thanks for noticing. You a pothead fucker? the telephones are ringing. Overload mode in the 21st century. Driving home with my hand on the cell phone. Pulling over, turning up and dialing to my fingers. This is Live at Five, Live at Five, Live at Five. Oh, yeah. Hello, 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 hello. Wow. Creepers, creepers, turn that down. Get ready for a Friday show. Talk about a lot of things today. The Yankees are, are playing as we speak. My wife's keeping me uh, up to date on every game over. Yankees win. Oh, the Yankees, Yankees win. The, the Yankees win. I have no idea why I'm saying this, but I am. I just got this text from my wife at 510, and boy, my arms are tired. I don't know why I just said that. Yankees win. They beat the, I guess they, they beat the Boston Red Sox by one. Let's just say five to four. Doesn't really matter. Uh, they won. So that's good. That's the best news I've heard all day. And the fact that I actually woke up. Someone, uh, let's see, someone called me too during, oh, it was my wife. I Remember, I could still take calls, get calls, uh, but I just can't, uh, I can't send calls out. That sounds like a bit from uh, The Sopranos. You mean pitch it, not catch. Never mind. Anyway, Yankees win. Duh, Yankees win. So that's 11 minutes after 5 o'clock, and I just found out about that. Very good. Thank you, honey. I know. I'm at that age where I'm calling my wife honey. I know. It's crazy. I'm Ralph Cramden. Come back, honey bunny. Come back, bunny. Honey bunny, whatever. The, whatever honey. Come back. Doesn't matter. Your, your mother's a blabbermouth? No, that was from the Cramdens. That's from the honeymooners, not my wife. Not my family. Sorry. Well, that's good. That's good because at one point it looked like they were about to blow it. Uh, 15 strikeouts today. I know it went into 10 innings, but as of the ninth inning or 10th inning, Yankees had struck out 15 times. Think about it. 15 times. That, and Gallo was three of them. Gallo uh, actually uh, did something there in the 10th inning, I, I noticed, but nothing productive. You know, I know if you want to go back to, if you really think that the Yankees should always have some goomba from, from the Italian neighborhoods, that's fine. But, now, you know, isn't one enough? Rizzo seems to be very productive. They're both good fielders. Um, so anyway. All right, so my brother just chimed in. Wow, what, an, uh, what was expecting a loss, especially the way the Sox killed uh, them early this last year. Okay, whatever. First walk-off win since 57. Amazing. Wow. That's amazing. So I just got to text that back. I know I'm pulling a Jeff Graham here, going off into my own little world. Um, my brother typically goes to the opening day. Today he decided not to. He's, he, uh, he's got season tickets, but he didn't go. Uh, he was more uh, interested in watching the, the Masters. And I, at last I heard uh, earlier on the, in the day, Tiger didn't have a good outing today in the second round. Whether or not that means he, will be, he won't make the cut, I don't know. But he, he, uh, he bogeyed, I think, four out of his first five holes or something like that. He was, he was uh, uh, under by one yesterday. 
So early on, he was plus three or something like that. So if someone wants to tell me where Tiger is, by all means, I'm using my computer to record the show lately because if I, if I use it for t- multiple things at the same time, it shuts off the recording. So uh, sometimes I'll just have to resort to my phone, which I'm about to do because other than the Yankee win, which I didn't expect to talk about right now, uh, but we are and have, um, I, I would just, uh, you know, at this point, just resort to my, to my other stuff here my, uh, that I wanted to talk about early on. And now I can't find it. But anyway, I, I, I don't know why I can't find stuff today. It's just one of those things. It must be a Friday. So help me out if you want to call in about anything else. But uh, well, I did send something to my friend by way of text. So that's the way I'm going to open it up. To me, this story just screams the, the problem, problems in society. Uh, this woman claims to be an OnlyFans model. Now, OnlyFans is, an, is a relatively new thing. I think a lot of you might not even know about it. There's a couple of people I know involved with it. Uh, right here locally, that uh, you, you, you become a member of this subscription. In other words, you become the, 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 the model. So in the old days, you know, if you wanted to see some nudity or it was always someone else's daughter or someone else. You know, have you heard rumors of someone in your neighborhood, you know, going to California or Florida on their vacation and doing some, you know, Girls Gone Wild videos? Like, wow, can you believe that? It's the girl next door. I can't believe it. Well, uh, OnlyFans takes it much further than that, where you can uh, be- basically, you know, it's, it's Facebook for people that want to be porn stars. And, and, and not all of them go that full direct uh, uh, route. A lot of them just, you know, reveal parts of their body or do things. And if you can get into a private chat, but the whole thing is you, you do it for a fee. Nothing's free in the world. So this one girl, uh, and two weeks ago or two weeks prior to being seen literally in a high uh, uh, I guess you could say high-rent apartment uh, in Miami Beach, Florida. Uh, this girl was rambling on a local talk show on a podcast uh, with, with an African-American gentleman that, gentleman that was asking her, asking her very basic questions to her type. And her type sim- essentially was she likes black men, particularly rich black men. So then, you know, the interviewer, who was very good, very keen, said, well, okay, is it the athlete? Is it, is it the rap star black guy? Or is it the rich doctor lawyer black guy? And you knew the answer because this girl was dumb as a box of rocks. And I would hope anyone with any type of intelligence, regardless of how hot she came and what part of the trailer park she came from from Florida, I don't really care. But the way she talks in this podcast is incredible. She just goes on and on and on. She's in control of her life. Uh, as long as she gets to say what she wants. But she made it very, very firm what her preference was. And I'm not here to condemn her for that. But two weeks later, there's very disturbing video of her at that apart- at, that, at, at, a, at a, a man's apartment where she is just uh, handcuffed and just, I mean, her whole body is covered with blood. Most of her body, I shouldn't say all of it. But she just looks like something out of a horror show. She's talking to police. She's sitting down. She's talking to her dog, trying to keep her dog calm while she's got uh, her, her hands tied behind her back by way of handcuffs. But in that interview, two weeks earlier, she revealed how she doesn't like to be controlled in her life. Well, apparently she didn't like to be controlled that day. Something, as reported, cops responded to a domestic violence incident Sunday when they found 27-year-old Christian with an apparent stab wound. That's the owner of the place. Christian was rushed to the hospital, pronounced dead later. And uh, that's where you see the foot. Now, again, should I bring this up on a local talk show in Watertown, New York? Well, no, it's not necessary. Really, anything I bring to the table here, uh, uh, and we don't want to talk about stewards for for odd infinitum, 
but it is just amazing. So, but you know, the, the story itself is one thing, but the responses that I saw on on Facebook as a result of this, a lot of African American women just said, "Well." The guy had it coming to him because he said some nasty things about black black women. That's why he prefers white women. And I'm like, oh, my God. I just keep on going back to the Simon and Garfunkel. Where have we gone wrong, Joe DiMaggio? Where have we gone wrong? We were never a perfect puzzle at any time. Back, back in the day with Joe DiMaggio, it was with uh, uh, Marilyn Monroe or, or you know, at, at any given time. When, when Charlie Chaplin was... was uh, uh, it was suggested, at least, that he killed uh, uh, the, the girlfriend or mistress uh, to William Randolph Hearst. You know, crazy stuff in Hollywood and in the world has been going on forever. But this woman takes the cake. And you know darn well the argument at that apartment in Miami Beach was over nothing. Nothing. Probably he cut her off or he, he, maybe he said, listen, you're my girl. Just don't go on OnlyFans and start prostituting yourself to all these other guys just because you can, because you have that power. She goes on a podcast two weeks early saying that her life is hers and nobody else's. And now she's going to be in jail for at least 10, 15, 20 years. Unbelievable stuff. If you want to check that out, by all means, it's on News Junkie. It's not News Junkie, excuse me. It might be a News Junkie. Who knows? But it's a big story. And just look for Instagram uh, model t- uh, uh, t- Taylor Stabbing. If you're interested, seven five five twelve forty. I just wanted to share that with you because sometimes, you know, you're waiting for an appointment and you know you're wasting a lot of time on phones and you should actually be emailing somebody else to reach the bottom line and get your life all together. But no, Glenn is checking out the latest from TMZ.com because Glenn is enamored with crazy stuff and I just can't make heads or tails out of it. I really can't. So anyway, the Yankees won. That was a crazy story. It's Friday. We try to be lighthearted here. So if you want to call in, by all means, I'm ready for you at 315-755-1240. Once again, that's 315-755-1240. It's good to see our neighbor next door here on Wealtha Avenue, the king of Wealtha Avenue, uh, Frank Bautista is back. I heard him today. I've seen his car out there. He's uh, getting his, uh, his, uh, uh, his property in order. He's been gone for some time. Now he's back. And by the way, he's always had surveillance cameras over there making sure everything's in line. He's the king of uh, Wealth Avenue, and for good reason. Uh, but uh, he made a good statement today. He says, look, let's just walk away from the Stewart's thing. If it happens, it happens. But if not, we got to focus on abandoned homes. So I was with a well-known businessman in town today, and you know who you are. I was uh, right at your office, and uh, it's on the north side off Main St- West Main Street. And uh, he was referring to a, a house that's been on West Main Street now for a very, very long time. Empty. It's been there for probably over 100 years or so. But nonetheless, the house looks like it's about to fall apart. Apparently, it just, went, it just sold in a recent uh, auction. Uh, I, again, I've never been at a, at a city auction for anything. For any, I've never been at an auction where, where even an estate has been uh, liquidated. I certainly haven't been one for the city where they're you know, auctioning off lots or homes, for that matter, for as little as $3,000. This house in itself would probably be worth less than that because there's more problems in tearing it down uh, than paying for what's there now. So I, I, I don't know what the circumstances are. I don't know why someone would invest in this property unless they want to fix it up. But apparently from the well-known businessman, he went in there some time ago and he says it's impossible. It's one of those it cannot be returned uh, uh, scenarios. There's uh, feces all over the place. I asked, by the way, I said, wait a minute, is that human feces? Was it, you know, uh, animal feces? He says, well, you know, it's, it's funny not to bring this up close to the dinner hour. Maybe many of you are. But there is a difference, you know. I mean, not, not the, you know, excrements are excrements. And it's not the, the, you don't want anything on the living room floor. 
uh, by any means, not to mention uh, urine, but by anybody. I don't care if it's a Martian from space. You just don't want it. But apparently this house is just uh, riddled with it, where if you walk in there, you, it, would, it would hit you like a, brick, a ton of bricks. This is just one house, folks. And I passed that house many times. It's one of those things where you see it, you know it, you know, and you wonder, geez, if your friends from college drove to this town, would they, would they say, go look at Glenn's neighborhood? You know, these are the things that go through our heads. And, and many of us, and, and Frank, you know, Frank was pretty strong with his terminology today. Let's just take care of our homes. Well, the bottom line is this, is that nine out of nine and a half people that listen to the Hotline Show or listen to AM 1240, we are taking care of our homes. I know that. Because we give a crap. Why do we give a crap? And, and by the way, Frank knows this too. But it, it does get so frustrating when you drive out and about. And I mentioned it just this past week. It made it to News Junkie. And, and people call me up. And I, I might get the phone call once again. Four Trump soldiers don't want to live here. Who wants to live in a 100-plus-year-old house? Year old house? Well, you need new windows. You're only going to be here for three years or four years. Why not just rent something when you're getting, you know, essentially time and a half in terms of your allowance uh, to live in some community about five minutes away from the gate? Plus, you're 23 years old. You don't have a family. You don't even have a dog. Why do you need an old house? Good point. Very good point. Well, what do we do now? <laughs> we have, it, it seems like two out of ten houses are either empty or about to be empty or just falling apart like the one I mentioned. And I hate the labor on this. I really do. But Frank brought it up today. And, you know, and I, I love what uh, Mayor Smith is trying to do, looking into why certain organizations, and for that matter, our number one uh, employer in, in the city isn't paying taxes and they're, and they're exempt from that. And his own, one of his own members of his team there at City Hall says these are, these are New York State laws. They cannot be changed. And, you know, Mayor Jeff Smith knows that. But there's always something else called a fee. We see fees all the time. We see it in our electric bill. We see it in our phone bill. We see it in our cable bill. It's not a tax, T-A-X. No, it's just a fee. So Jeff is thinking, hmm. Maybe we can look at that angle of things. Now, would that be the tell-all? It would, it would certainly help. Should Samaritan pay taxes? And if they should, does that mean Carthage Central should or rather any other hospital in New York State? That's the question. Is that the tell-all? Is that the answer? Or, like I've been saying all along, can, can we somehow or other fix up these houses and bring them back to the tax roll again? Is that possible? And if so, how are you going to bring people back here? Those are the challenges. One house at a time? It's not a bad idea. Right now, it seems like we're going in the other direction. 755-1240 is the number. 755-1240, if you want to chime in, by all means, give us a shout. And in the meantime, I'll be uh, looking out, out to see who hit that home run. Does anyone know who hit the home, who, how they got the home run? It's here on, on News Junkie. So I'm just please excuse me, folks. It's a big day. You know, last year was a full season, but it was still COVID-related. Uh, it just didn't seem right. So it seems like things are back to normal. So, yes, it was Josh Donaldson. Josh Donaldson is the new redneck they got from, uh, from Minnesota. I, I like the guy. Uh, I'm glad that he cut, uh, he cut his hair. He doesn't look like a redneck anymore because the Yankees won't let him. Although Garrett Cole's hair is way too long. Uh, but it was Donaldson with the walk-off in the 11th inning. So congratulations. And, it, and we didn't do it by way of the ghost runner either. Uh, because, you know, in extra innings, they put a guy in second base. They still don't like that rule. But nonetheless, it's there. And by the way, next year, the shift rule it disappears. I said something wrong on Facebook today. I was mistaken. 
Uh, this is the final year where baseball can institute the shift. I think that's wrong. If you're a sh- if you're a pull hitter and you still haven't figured out how to hit to the other way, it's your fault. They shouldn't have to change the rules in your favor. But nonetheless, the Yankees won. So Garrett Cole started, gave up three runs in the first inning. I know this isn't a sports show, but here's something entertainment related. <clears throat> Billy Crystal. Uh, did the first uh, pitch throughout the first uh, uh, pitch of the season. Big Yankee fan, although he is in uh, City Slickers with a New York Mets hat on. I can never get over that. But that's neither here nor he wrote that. But <clears throat> nonetheless, by the way, his character was from Chicago, so I can never understand. Anyway, uh, where was I? He goes out of the mound, uh, Billy Crystal does, and apparently he took too long. He, apparently he was, he was eating a lot of time. And I did not see this because I was out and about, but I heard about it. But if anyone saw it, Garrett Cole, the starting pitcher, didn't like how long uh, it was taking for Billy Crystal to finally throw the first pitch. So I would love to see that. I'll look it up later during the commercial break to see if there's any video of it. But I wouldn't put it past him. You know, he's an intense guy. It's a big game. It was supposed to be played yesterday. They moved it up to the daytime, blah, blah, blah. And all of a sudden, then you know, you're ready to pitch. Everything's re- the place is packed. <laughs> it's breeze, breezy out, and Billy Crystal has to make up. You know, ha- ha- he he has his time first. So if Garrett Cole made a big deal about that, I don't blame him at all. He's an intense player, and although he had a bad first inning, he does not get the win today, obviously. But he looked pretty good. All right, so no one's calling in. This is what I do on a Friday when people aren't calling in. I just go to the commercial breaks and do this, and we'll be back right after this. This is the Live at 5 show on AM 1240. Read more under district. Ah, welcome back. All right, so uh, no one's chiming in. Everyone doesn't love me. I get it. It's a beautiful day. It's Friday. Out and about. People are out. I, I, you know what? I, I haven't told you this. And maybe Jeff Graham, the mayor, former mayor, and uh, hotline host has been for at least a week now, if not longer, coming in with shorts that's right your new time host has been showing off his legs in at least the last nine ten days i bet you didn't know that you know you never know if someone's talking to you and they're naked or on the toilet bowl but i tell you this much jeff graham has felt uh, that spring came early this year and if you're wearing shorts today don't blame me and if you're out and about i don't blame you either. all right so but uh it is my responsibility uh to provide as much data or data as I can here on the Live and Five show. Uh, so, you know, we know Jen Psaki is leaving uh, and going uh, to other pastors. She's going to go over to MSNBC. And I, I had this theory recently, and I think it's a good one, that she sees the writing on the wall. They don't stay there forever as press secretaries. Some last longer than others. Some get fired before they even get started, like that maniac. Uh, I forget his name now, who's now on Newsmax. He was with Trump. Uh, Ira Fleischer, he, he did it for about a year or so, went off and, and created his own PR firm with that whole disaster with, with, with uh, Tiger Woods. Uh, what would your father say? You know, that whole stuff. But he's on Fox every now and then. He actually looks better now than he did back in the day. I don't, some people get like that. It's weird. But anyway, Gene Saki in denial about Hunter, uh, Hunter's email uh, uh, and re- revealing, of course, the big guy, his father, is Joe Biden, would get 10% stake in the Chinese oil deal. And it, I mean, I'm not just here to say, oh, I got the, you know, we got them. This bit, by the way, based on Daily Mail online. Uh, Saki continues to claim the president has never spoken to his son about his overseas business uh, dealings. So you and I and the lamppost know that that's untrue, but it, it's got to be the, one of the main reasons why she's leaving. So here it is. Jen Saki is, in fact, leaving uh, uh, the, you know, the, uh, the administration. 
to go on to MSNBC. And then I read in another article that the people over at MSNBC in Fort Lee, New Jersey, <coughs> they don't want her. They're also posted everywhere, you know, New York, maybe Chicago and Los Angeles, but that's not anything over there. They don't want her to work there. Do you know, for instance, and not that anyone cares, but I'm going to share this with you anyway before I pick up this phone call, that Rachel Maddow, she hasn't essentially been on straight for like three, four, five days in any given week from the studio in months, and yet she's still being paid. So they're claiming that Jen Psaki is probably going to take her slot. A lot of, lot of slack going on over there. The other thing before I take this phone call, we all know also that uh, Elon Musk is now the, the major uh, shareholder of Twitter by, at 9%, if you could believe that. doesn't take much to be at the top of the game there, but he had to uh, cough up over $3.8 or $3.8 billion to get 9% of a company that, yes, still doesn't make money. But that's the new world today. And there's people in an uproar over there. This is one guy that was glad that he was off the week that it was, it was announced. It's amazing how woke we are, how crazy woke we really are when people actually think that Elon Musk is a threat to society when he's creating the next car. I don't get that. It doesn't make any sense. And it's the Duff man calling in from Florida. How you doing, Duff? Hey, how you doing? Almost uh, Councilman uh, Curry. Not, not really. Yes. How you doing? <laughs> Not bad. Not even close. And my daughter's right now. Oh, well, cool. It's showing up in this part of the country, isn't it? Yeah, it's beautiful. It's be- oh, so you, you're in Massachusetts? Yeah. Oh, good for you. Good for you. Yeah. Wow, that's yeah. nice. Yeah. Well, she's had the baby. Right. So Congratulations. Uh, how many grandchildren do you have now? That would make five. And then uh, my son's having one in it. Him and his wife are having one in June. So that'll make six. Six grandchildren. Congratulations. Yeah. Congratulations. Yeah, I know. It's great, isn't so, it? Yeah, it yeah. is. It is. I mean, let me ask you. I mean, it's none of my business, but are they are they going to be raised in a conservative uh, household, just like the Duff, Duffinies? Yeah. Yeah, that's just something. That Not that you have control of that. It's none of my business, but it's good to know. A, no, but are they going to be raised in a normal household is what you really mean. Right, exactly. And the answer is yes. Right, Yeah. Right. Yeah. Would you believe? Would yeah, you agree no, with? Definitely. Would you agree with me today? They, uh, they went through their phases, though, Glenn. No, I know they do. I, I know. In high school, you know, they were liberal until they got their first paycheck. I was too. I was too. I, 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 I didn't see myself as a, as a, as a real conservative until college, but before that, I definitely was, and I felt the day that I voted for, voted for um, uh, uh, President Reagan in 1984, and I had voted before that, but I just felt that day that I will never turn my back on the conservative party again, and I never did. Uh, so, but that's good to know that you know. Again, normal is is yet another good word for this this new non-binary. Uh, let's not judge anybody. Let's give everyone a trophy society. But here's my question to you, Duff, and here's my question to everybody. You know, we hear that the the people that this we we have in essence become the squeaky wheels, Duff. Would you agree with that in a sense where we're speaking up for for our rights? <clears throat> a lot of parents don't like what's going on in our schools. But I, I have another way of looking at this. We're be, you know, there, there is a new silent majority that doesn't agree with this, that continue to, to, to look forward to keeping their kids in schools because they think this, the new uh, doctrine or uh, what, they're, what they're teaching, the new curriculum, if you will, and the new way of, of allowing teachers at, at third grade to, 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 you know, to kind of groom your kids into you know, their sexual uh, future, I think a, there's a lot more people in America these days that actually favor this. Do you agree with that, Duff? Mm, not from what I see, but there again, I you know I was down in Florida. Yeah, you're in Florida amongst people sixty plus, uh, but I get a. Well, yeah, and they're, yeah, and they're normal people. They're you know, and the ones that uh, 
you know, that are in the complex we're in or the gated community we're in. Right. Um, you know, they're all uh, they're all Midwesterners and stuff like that. And uh, yeah, they don't uh, they're not left wingers by any means. There's a couple. Don't get me wrong. There's right. a couple of them down there. Uh, it was everything I could do the other day, uh, yesterday. Yeah. When I was paying four nineteen for a gallon of gas, and some guy pulled up with a Biden sticker on the back, it was yeah. everything I could do not to say anything. I didn't say anything. Right. He was an older gentleman. I wanted to say something. He had the usual stickers on his car. Right. You know, he's driving a Prius, and he had the, you know, the sticker "Save the Whales" and all that crap. Right. Oh my God! In their cars and yeah. all that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. A basic hippie from the sixties. Right. Probably lived off his parents' money and all that kind of stuff. Right. Never had a real job. Or right. For the government. Boy, boy, boy! We know a lot but, about this guy. <laughs> boy, we could write a book <laughs> about this guy. I think we already I'm did. Oh yeah. All right, but you didn't say anything, but here's the thing. <laughs> he, I held my tongue, yeah. I held okay, tongue. okay. let's just assume uh, he's probably in his 60s, uh, maybe older. Um, you know, at this point, have some money in the bank. Shannon Sharp, former football player, works for ESPN, has a lot of money in the bank, Duff, man. You know where I'm going with this. $20 a gallon yeah. doesn't mean anything to him. Uh, $15 a gallon doesn't mean anything to Stephen Colbert. In fact, he owns a Tesla. He makes $16 million a year. But there's a lot of people that are still that are not in that category who still look up to Shannon Sharp, who still look up to Steve Colbert and say, "I'm with you. I don't make 16 million dollars a year. I'm living paycheck to paycheck, but I'm here for the sacrifice too." And yes, the high price of gasoline is because of Putin and only Putin, and I believe everything that yeah. comes out of MSNBC. That's my point, Duff. So many people are so goddamn ignorant that they are looking at that like this is the way it's going to be. So what? You don't eat as much. You won't get your treadmill on time. Five, six, eight dollar, ten dollar gas. Anything. Repeat. Anything is better than a two dollar gallon of gas and Donald Trump as president. That's my. That's that's the well, problem with America today. But I've met a lot of people uh, in the last uh, year or you know last few months who told me the complete opposite. That they voted for Biden and they regretted it and they would have never done it. They won't do ever do it again. And I mean, these are commerce. So the, the Democratic Party, what they did is they they ensured that they're not going to win another election for a while. I don't I don't agree with that. that. I mean, you're going to get areas. You're going to get New York City. They're going to yeah. vote no matter Los what. Los Angeles, vote Democrat. Sure. Because let's face it, that when they moved into the city, they sucked part of their brains out because they're so dependent on government. Yeah. Uh, you yeah. know, and that's why they vote Democrat. And they're usually union members. Yeah. Or something, Joe you know? Scarborough, perfect Public example. Party. Used to be a, used to be a Republican congressman from the Panhandle of Florida. Look at him now. He's the biggest lefty, yeah. uh, leftist pa- uh, pansy there is, not to mention his stupid wife. It's, it's unbelievable right. what happens when you go to New York City. And it's no different than a kid coming out of a Catholic high school going to a state school. or so. It doesn't matter. It doesn't have to be uh, uh, Berkeley. It doesn't have to be Yale or Harvard. They're indoctrinated no matter where they go. And a lot of parents, mm-hmm. and, and hear me out, Duff, you might know a lot of these people too. Anyone listening can, can join in later. There's a lot of people my age and older and younger, for that matter, that take on their kids' politics. And I see that a lot. People that I always thought were on the conservative side of things, but somehow or other, their kid goes to Fredonia and whatnot and starts praising BLM and whatnot. And they start, they start kind of like you know, getting into their own kids' uh, uh, politics. Have you noticed that yourself? I have. Uh, I've got some friends that, uh, that swing left, you know. But we do. We just don't discuss politics. We can't discuss politics. But I can't help but wonder if deep down inside they regret their their decision back a uh, year ago, in November. Yeah. And here's the other thing. Now they're saying that, and I saw the statistic the other day. And of course, they're not going to talk about this on the View. That in fact, if 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 people did know about the Hunter Biden uh, laptops, 
uh, which is now leading, you know, making making a mockery of the presidency and the country for that matter, that they would in fact not have voted for Joe Biden. I think it would have been a 16 points uh, difference, meaning that Donald Trump, in essence, should be our president right now. But you know what? There's a lot of people yeah. don't see it that way, Duff man. Oh, I hear you. And then you were talking about Saki. Uh, you know, I'm sorry, but I, I don't see how people, even on the left, can listen to her uh, explain to a uh, openly lie and then just come out in a smug thing and say basically what she's saying is that's the way we do things. You know, go yourself. Yeah, right. You know, basically, that's what she's saying to, to Ducey and all them. And they're asking normal questions. Mm-hmm. But, you know, I mean, her attitude, and then the, to make a joke and try to put them down to, to, to kind of attack their credibility is what she does. She, it's, it, you know, it's what you do is you, 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 if you want to um, disable somebody, you, you, you hit them hard right. with something like that, and then that takes away their credibility, right. and then everybody kind of laughs and jokes so they don't hear the answer. Right. And that's the game she plays. Right. And, and I can't believe that a lot of the American public doesn't see that and just are totally disgusted with it because we all know what's going on. We see it every day with our own eyes, and she can lie and, and try to cover it up all we want, all they want. Right. But I mean, you seen it the other day when Obama went into the White House. Yeah, I did. You know, Joe Joe was stuck in a corner, yeah. man, drooling by himself. Right. And everybody was uh, uh, falling all over the real president. And it looked bad. It's really running this country into the ground. Would you? Would you? Uh, just like he did when he was in office for eight years. So uh, my my thing is, and a caller chimed in when we brought that up this past week. <clears throat> I felt terrible for the country. I felt bad for the president, and I I'm, I for one, I felt embarrassed. Uh, when I saw that. And, and here's another thing I'm going to throw onto the fire here. I know you could see that Barack Obama knew he owned the room and that he, he was manipulating that as best he could. Uh, I think there's a grievance between Obama and Biden. I think they don't like the fact that Biden's son is now popped up. But that now, Duffman, they don't have anywhere to go. They, they're not going to pass the torch on to Kamala Harris. Uh, they, they, can't to- they can't give it back to, uh, to Hillary Clinton. So they're at a loss. They're just going to vilify the. Uh, they're going to continue. They're going to double down on everything. They're going to say that we're 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 racist, misogynist. They're going to pick on Marge Green from now on because she's the new Donald Trump, and uh, they're not going to let up. But once they do lose in November, Duffman, then they're going to go quadruple down on things. But they're going to have to use other resources to do so, and that's social media, and that's the media itself, and of course uh, the growing, you know, maybe Antifa and BLM will come back. Uh, after the the midterms, you watch. They're going to use as much as they can in order so that they can uh, they can ca- well, uh, capitalize. Maybe, maybe Elon Musk will. Uh, um, no, they hate Elon, Elon Twitter, Musk. You know? Yeah, and if anything, if Elon Musk is successful at changing Twitter, getting Donald Trump back on there, uh, putting putting an edit button on there, whatever they want him to do, whatever. Uh, but that said, who's going to stop uh, Dorsey and the others and any other billionaire uh, just to create another platform and say, "Up, oh, we're going to abandon ship. No more Twitter. We're going to go somewhere else because now you know the conservatives took it over. They're the bad people." But anyway, good, good talking to you. Congratulations and congratulations on your on your sixth or seventh. Uh, grandchild coming, coming soon, Duffman. All right, buddy. I'll talk. Have a good I'll weekend. Talk to you. That's uh, the Duffman. That's how we talk about things here. If you want to be uh, on that uh, in a discussion similar to that or completely different, by all means, give me a shout. All right. So I'm looking at the Masters leaderboard right now. Scheffler at minus five, and I'm scrolling down here to see the word wood or woods, I should say. And there it is. He's tied for 25th. He's plus two. So he had a rough uh, front uh, front nine. <coughs> so tied for 25th, that makes the cut, right? I would imagine he makes the cut. 
Yeah, okay, so he's just, he's just, oh, no, he's he's going to make the cut. Let's see where he's at. Minus, blah, 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 woods, woods, woods. This is where, I mean, this is, isn't it amazing? No one cares about who's in the top ten. They just want to know, just like myself, where Tiger Woods. He's plus two. <coughs> he was plus, uh, 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 plus four today. So I don't get that. He was minus one yesterday. He should be plus three, whatever. Oh, no, he's, he was plus three today. Excuse me. So it looks like he's done with that round. So he made the cut. CBS is happy. <laughs> he's going to have to have a hell of a round tomorrow. But he's still in the hunt. Plus two. The, currently the leader is at uh, minus five. A couple people at minus three. You know. Let's see if uh, he could pull it off. Any other big names here? A lot of these names i never heard of before. That's why golf really has gone down. <coughs> Not to mention uh, Phil Mickelson's been getting himself in a ton of trouble in recent months, once again, with his big mouth. Yeah, I, there's you know, a couple of Japanese players, a couple of foreign names I've never seen before. Spawn, tied for 14th. I, know, I recognize his, his name. Scott, I think. Westwood, maybe. McElroy, tied for 25th. Straka. And there's Woods. So there you have it. And that's uh, that's on CBS, and I believe it's also on TBS. Just like uh, the uh, the tournament recently, it was weird going back and forth, and it's weird because the the major the main the final game the, of the tournament was on TBS, which I thought was very strange. Plus, now ABC has announced what's the matter with me today. ABC has announced now get ready for this that Dancing with the Stars has now gone to Disney Plus. It's no longer on ABC, and if you notice. A lot of network shows like Dance with the, Dances with the Stars, which, by the way, do very well in the ratings. And let's face it, the final game of any tournament, especially March Madness tournament, is going to you know, garner a lot of viewers, too. But they're moving all these shows away from the networks because they know if you're a, a devout uh, Masters fan, or excuse me, not Masters. Well, Masters could be an example. But if you're a fan of... Uh, and dancing with the stars that you already have upper tier programming or you have access to something some streaming service that has access to Disney or in essence what ABC is trying to do is take their main brands and promote their new platform that's Disney Plus and walking away from the old platform which is ABC which has been there since the, since the 60s but here's my other guess if you notice a lot all of a sudden the networks are turning into the CW a lot of a lot of you know Multicultural, you know, uh, person, people of color programming is very, very dominant in the in the network shows. <coughs> Not just in the TV shows, by the way. If you watch anything like uh, Grey's Anatomy, it's like uh, it's it's very multicultural. There's no question about it. Uh, and in, in in fact, you might even say there's a couple of uh, you know, a couple of uh, how do they how do I put this? There's a couple of occasional white actors in there. <laughs> So uh, I think I think the networks are just shifting gears. I just think they they're realizing that uh, people with streaming services are watching Netflix, or watching Prime, or watching other things. So these popular shows are just taking up too much space, where they can accommodate, I guess, different programming on the networks to the new audiences that are watching TV TV shows these days, and force all the popular shows to the new platforms because that's what people will gravitate to. That's the intent. Whether or not it works, I don't know. Things like this have been tried before. NBC tried to do the triple cast during the during the Olympics back in the 80s, and that went over like a lead balloon. But times have changed. We didn't have the Internet back then. Now we do. So it's interesting to see that. Uh, 755-1240 is the number. If you want to chime in, uh, uh, please do so after I do this commercial break. 
but you could do so uh, run, once we get back on the other side of this break. It's 12 minutes before the hour. Paid for by Friends of Scott Gray. Uh, thank you very much, Jim Levin. Uh, you might know this already. This was uh, broadcast earlier today on this very station at the news hour at the top of the hour. Uh, Will Smith is no longer invited to or allowed to be part of the Olympics. Check that. The Oscars for 10 years starting April 8th. Whoop-de-doo. He gets to keep his Oscar. Uh, he has accepted this humbly, blah, blah, blah. Uh, the board has decided this is, these are the Oscars for a period of 10 years from April 8th to 20, 2022. Mr. Will Smith shall not be permitted to attend any Academy events or programs in person or virtually, including but not limited to the Academy Awards. They also go on to say, this is interesting, we want to express our deep gratitude to Mr. Chris Rock, although they have Mr. Rock here, for maintaining his composure under extraordinary circumstances. We also want to thank our hosts, nominees, presenters, and winners for their poise and grace during our telecast. So there you have it. Ten years. I tell you what, anybody else, I, I, I keep on doing the double standard thing. I swore I would never go there, but you know where I'm going with that. If Bradley Cooper went up there and slapped someone, especially someone who didn't look like him, he would have been arrested on sight. And it's amazing how a lot of people, you know, uh, in, in many, you know, you see a lot of play, uh, pun, uh, pundits, uh, anchor people, people on the left, people of color saying, this just makes the black community look bad. This looks like, you know, black on black violence. This is how black people are treated. This is, this is or how they treat themselves. And uh, the answer is, yeah, you're right. You're right. And more so, uh, the white people that actually run Hollywood, they allowed it to happen, and they give him a, essentially a slap on the wrist by saying you can't be part of this for 10 years, and they allow him to keep his Oscar. And, and Chris Rock looks like a douchebag up there. The good news is Chris Rock's uh, stock has gone way up, so if he wanted to charge $50, $60 for a ticket at some, you know, some, some uh, dance hall in Boston, he could probably get double that now. So good for him. But that was a humiliating moment for him. It really was. He took it like a champ, um, whatever. But, but Will Smith got away with it. And here's, the, here's another theory about Will Smith. Will Smith, I, I've been going back and forth on Facebook. Um, Will Smith married Jada because Jada, uh, in my opinion, allowed him to, for, for this crazy you know, swinger uh, lifestyle. And, and by the way, he's not the only one. Apparently, I've heard, I don't really care. It's none of my business. But since he's been in the top of the news, you know, Will Smith, you know, it's no secret <laughs> that he's in this this like 70s swinger style environment and the biggest reason is because well hey i'm will smith i just can't i can't leave this thing down there for one woman come on i'm will smith so he had to find someone that would allow him to do that but in doing so he would have to find someone that would would also live the same lifestyle and jada smith was that person beautiful woman they had children together even though their children have all types of issues, this, regardless of w what new Corvette they're driving and their bank accounts filled to the brim, it doesn't really matter. Because at the end of the day, that matter doesn't money rather doesn't solve everything. If it did, Will Smith wouldn't be running up on stage in front of uh, 20 million people slapping another black man for allegedly insulting his wife. It, money just makes you crazy. But another big reason I think Will is feeling that way is because I think too much is out about his lifestyle. And he was sitting right there in front of everyone to see. This is his big night. He's a nominated for Best Actor. He's been there before. But now it looks like this is going to be the one. So they put them there at the end of the stage, right at the end of the catwalk there, like, like Shaquille O'Neal and the ESPYs. <coughs> so for everyone to see in there, you know, uh, Bradley Cooper's there. Denzel Washington's there. 
other big time directors, you know, Hollywood. This is their biggest night. And I just think, like, you know, this is, and then all of a sudden, a five foot nothing Chris Rock from Brooklyn gets up there and makes a half ass joke about his wife being in the next uh, G.I. Jane sequel, which, by the way, Viggo Mortensen, who used to live in Watertown, was in. And Jada, you know, rolls her eyes, and now at this point, oh, Will's got to get up and do something about it. And as a crazy man with a $500 million in the bank, uh, can you imagine that? It's $500 million in the bank. And yet he still felt compelled enough to put one foot in front of the other, walk up about four or five steps in front of a live audience, and slap the host for saying that joke. And walk back and make an even bigger fool of himself by repeating the same thing he did. Don't say, don't let that come out of your effing mouth. Twice. I, I've said it before. I'll say it again. If he didn't act that way when he sat down, I don't think he would be in as much trouble as he, as he, as he is now. Even though he's not in any trouble. Ten years, who gives a crap? Most people haven't seen the Oscars for the last 20 years, and, and, and it hasn't changed their lives. And they're in Hollywood. But uh, it, crazy is crazy does crazy is as crazy does, and money doesn't make you sane. And if it did, guys like Phil Spector wouldn't have died in jail. It's amazing what money does to you. It really is. And, and Will Smith is a perfect example. 755-1240. Okay, so that's the other story today. He gets 10 years. <coughs> uh, I talked about the angry Garrett Cole. So... Garrett Cole, I mentioned this earlier, he started the game today, and he didn't like the fact that he had to wait to get out to the mound while Billy Crystal was throwing out the first pitch. So Garrett Cole was yelling at the umpires to get going, and he used, uh, used the F-bomb, too. Check it out. It's on Twitter. And we talked about Tiger Woods. He's tied for 25th. He, he has gone through two rounds. He probably will make the cut. He, he probably has. And I talked about that horrible story in Miami of the uh, OnlyFans star, Courtney Clemney, excuse me, Clenny, who killed her uh, black boyfriend. And, and the only reason why I refer to him that way is because she was exclaiming two weeks earlier how she can only date rich black men. And now she's killed a rich black guy. And it's, it's funny. I'll go, I'm going back on an old story that I started the show with. But when you go on Facebook or, or Instagram and you look at the comments, like go to TMZ's Facebook page. And go to the story and look at the comments, especially from, from, uh, from black women who almost feel like this guy had it coming to him. He's dead, by the way. He's no longer breathing. You know, no matter how much money he had in the bank, he will never be able to spend that again because in their eyes he had it coming to him. Because he put down black women because he didn't want to date black women anymore. <clears throat> he thought white women were his savior. He said all types of great things about, oh, I feel at peace, this, that, and the other thing. Now he's a dead man. And why? Because he dated a, you know, a bimbo that was born that way, who probably did nothing to her body other than a couple of push-ups every now and then and looked like a hot blonde and got millions for it. And now he's dead. And she's going to go to jail for at least 20 years. What a crazy world. It really is. And here's the other thing with a couple of minutes left. Are you t sick and tired? SpaceX launched Axiom 1. They did it today. And until one of these things crash... Oh, no, this, no, I'm sorry. This, this, is, this is the wrong story. <coughs> this <coughs> maybe that blonde s stabbed me before I got on the show today because I could barely breathe. But um, Bezos is shooting uh, millionaires out into space for like ninety seconds. He did it with uh, William Shatner. William Shatner didn't have to pay for it, but he wanted Pete Davidson to do it, and he wanted guys like Tom Hanks to do it. And Tom Hanks admitted later that, well, to do it, he wanted twenty million dollars from me. He said, "I'm not going to do that for twenty million dollars." I'm Forrest Gump. I don't have to do that. Especially if William Shatner went up there for nothing. You're not going to charge me. He didn't. I don't know if Pete Davidson was going to be uh, uh, charged for it. I doubt it. But he refused it anyway. But 
he, he launches them up there above the atmosphere, float around and say they did it because they're all millionaires in their own right. Do you know the price tag now to do this for 90 seconds is, check this out, folks, $50 million. Now, I don't want any harm in anybody, but you know how many people are probably saying, you know what, you know what, you're going to blow $50 million so you can float in space for 90 seconds and tell people about it? That's just crazy. It really is. I think we really need to check ourselves at the door. I think the whole damn world should do it after a story like that. Not to mention the bimbo from OnlyFans. You gotta, you gotta check that out when you get a chance, and check out her, her in, in her bikini there with with the with her former boyfriend's dead boyfriend's blood all over, in a Miami uh, hotel. All right, so we're getting down to the nitty gritty. Listen, have a great weekend. I'll be here on Monday. We do this each and every Monday through Friday right here on AM twelve forty. Uh, W.A.T.N. Watertown. That makes us legal. Up next, uh, CBS News. And you have a great weekend. I'll be breathing soon. This is CBS News on the Hour.